Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Mike Cal, the show. It's 1025 The Bone. What time is Steve Byrne on the show? 8.15. Oh. Well, then we should talk to him first. Okay. Or should we talk to Bobby first? Uh, Bobby's probably. on the line. Well, then let's talk to Bobby. We do both. We could do both. Hello, number one best friend. Hi, number one best friend. I love how you work that out <laughs> so quick with your staff. Well, because I, I looked at my schedule and I thought Steve Byrne was in the 9 o'clock hour. Hey, Carmen, can you shut Van Halen off? Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> wow. We have... you, said that with, you said that with some tone issues, didn't you? She just, she's a vigilante. <laughs> she's a what? Oh, I, I say, how'd you say it before, Carmen? I can't remember. She, she called vigilante. <laughs> she said, what did she say? Virgil? Virgil ante. Virgil ante. <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> How can we not remember something from five minutes ago? That was it. I don't know, because you're old. Yeah. I do have some yeah. uh, recall issues. Yes, I do, too. You're older than me. I do. Um, I'm older than you, yes. I, I I actually got a padlock. I was like, I got this. I, they had the thing on the back. I remember it. I did it like 90 times. I, was like, I got it. I'm good. I threw out the sticker, and I forgot it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a combination. I had to have a guy come drill my safe open. I had to unscrew the padlock lock mechanism and throw everything out. <sighs> if I if I went yeah. over a list of comedians that were coming to town, would you give me an honest answer on whether we should have them on the show? Yeah. Uh, Chappelle Lacey. Oh, love him. That's what everybody says. Yeah. All right. How about think, Rod? Um, wait. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You don't. You don't know. You're no. You're. You're guessing now. I have no Chappelle Lacey. I. 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 I'm not guessing. But I, we it? just went over how I'm old. All right. Like, all right. We just said it. All right, Ryan Neemiller. I don't. I can't give you an honest. <laughs> what is his name? Ryan Neemiller, he's a guy with the baby hands from America's Got Talent. I don't, I don't know him, but he's Chappelle a, Lacey. Wait a second, is, forget I, about I, him. I we already like him. He's already locked in. Ryan Neemiller is an adult man that has little baby arms, and his fingers. You should have him on for that. And his I don't know fingers, about his fingers look like baby toes. I don't even know why you'd ask me about that. Yeah. Here's the problem, is that we can't have guests in the studio, so we'd have to come to my house, yeah. and I don't know if I want man baby hands coming to my house. Yeah, yeah, you should, but here's the thing. You don't, you only give him a mic he has to hold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what about Tim you, Dillon? <laughs> Tim Dillon, yes. Tim Dillon's amazing. Tim Hello. Dillon's great. And also with Tim, go eat with him after. I can't. I'm on a diet, and he looks like he's really unhealthy. Yeah, he really does look like he's about to grab his chest at any second. <laughs> uh, how about Quinn Dahl? I'm sorry, what did you just say to me? It says Quinn Dahl, D-A-H-L-E. Is that Colin Quinn's drag name? It looks like Quinn Dahl's face looks like it may he may have transgendered from a uh, woman to a man. Do you not know that person? Yeah. I can't, I can't, I know, are you sure it's, it's not that Harley Quinn from the uh, DC Comics? Uh, positive. All right, how about Matt Belisai? Matt Belisai? Uh, 
if you can't say their names, I, you know, I mean, I, I just have a rule. You know, I, I'm mad at his picture. Why? Uh, well, for two reasons. One, he shops at the Fat Guy store because we have one of the same shirts, which means now I have to throw mine away. And two, right. because he looks like he's mad in this picture. Matt Bellasai. Yeah. Well, you, dude, know, you can't judge. I mean, look, I have a mad picture. Oh, but, I know what you're talking about. Um, but he looks I like a mad nerd. I, I don't think that's mad. That's fierce. They call that fierce. But you can't be a fat nerd and be fierce. I, I don't know. I, you might be misjudging the nerd. All right. How I about, think it's fierce. I think he's being fierce. I don't like so, it. He's out. Fierce yeah. got him off the, okay. off the room. Well, How about Pete Lee? Pete Lee's great. He's done the Tonight Show like 59 times. That doesn't make fact, it good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you know what? You're all right. But I actually... I worked with Pete Lee one of the first times I worked down that he was my middle guy um, when I was down there. And you could really, he's a really, he's like one of those straight-laced, nice guys, but you could get into it with him because I think inside his oyster shell is a lot of dirty, crazy, you know what I mean? He he's comes really, off as like. He's really good looking. Is he, is he uh, you mean dirty stuff with girls or you think he might be gay? Hold on, I gotta call him back. Oh, I thought he was not. I thought he was not answering because he didn't want to say that Pete Lee might be gay. I was just joking. Steve Burns is calling in on the hotline. Steve Burn, not Steve Burns. Okay. Get Steve Burn on on the show. He's online. He's on. Steve Burn, how are you? Good. How you doing? We're so confusing today. (laughs) What's wrong? First of all, I apologize to you because I was I was confused. You were here. I thought we were going to have you on the show. Then Spanish told me we were on the phone, and I, I screwed that whole thing up. But I'm happy that we have you on today. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> okay. I'm outside your window, actually. Let oh, me in. How I wish. <laughs> have you watched The Cabin yet with Bird Kreischer on Netflix? I have not. I saw, the, I saw the advert, and I thought to myself, thank God this is the first time like, I feel like Bert has a show where they got him. Yes. They understand him. It seems crazy. It seems off the rails. But then there's a lot of. It, it seems like it's a very sweet show as well, and that's kind of how I describe Bert. He's he's nuts, but he's a very very good guy. You know, he's a very sweet person. So I, I I'm I'm excited to see it. Yeah, did, did it, you guys see it? I watched all five of them. I thought it was great. All right, now will you mind if we bring Robert Kelly on with us? <laughs> yeah, bring, bring Bobby Kelly on the on the air now. Bobby, are you uh, back? That, was, now that, hung up that was not me. Yeah. What? what? Now you hung up on. You don't know how to do two people at once. No. Oh, you idiots! You got. So what did you do? You hung up on Steve. Yeah, I've never been over here before. You just got to tap it twice. (laughs) Tap Bobby twice, and then it'll stay solid. The number or the the uh, other side. (laughs) I've never done this before. Tap the number twice and see what happens. Now there's a lock. Okay. Now, when Steve calls, answer that and lock that in. Done. Is Steve there? Yeah, I'm here now. I think um, before I got dropped. It's okay. I'm sorry, Bobby. There, Bobby. Uh, yeah, I am here. I am here now. That uh, you know, and and yes, I'm here. After I've been hung Hi, up, Robert. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Thank you for my birthday oh. video. You got it, man. How you How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I saw your, your, I know you have a new movie out, but I watched your other movie, the documentary on the magician. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the other movie about the movie, about the other movie about the magician. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Listen, dude. It was so, I mean, I know it was weird, but that was, uh, that was pretty interesting stuff that there was two documentaries made on that guy. And and his documentary was very sad when he found when he found out that your documentary was already made. It was pretty cool. Yeah, he. Uh, there's a lot of um, he lied about a lot of things. I'll just put it that way. There, his narrative was very contrived, I, and I'm being very polite. I, I, well, I don't know what contrived means. So angry Steve Byrne is very rare. You don't get to see that very often. But when you do, you know something's really bad. For Steve to get mad. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yeah, he, I've seen he, it. You know, he, yeah, yeah, Bobby's been exposed to it. I, I was talking to Burr the other day. He's bringing up memories of things I didn't even remember. I was like, oh, my God, I did that? He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? now this new movie, what is the name of the movie? The name of the film is The Opening Act. The Opening Act with Jimmy O. Yang? Yeah, Jimmy O. Yang uh, plays, you know, you go to a comedy club, you see an MC, a feature, and a headliner. So Jimmy O. Yang plays the MC. Alex Moffat plays the feature. Cedric the Entertainer plays the headliner. And you have Whitney Cummings, Angela Johnson, Kathleen Madigan, Eliza Schlesinger, Bill Burr, Ken Jeong, Russell Peters, Tom Segor, Neil Brennan, Roy Wood Jr., and, and so many more. All these comics are in it. That's why Bobby's on it. Right. Once again, there's been an ensemble of comedians in a movie, and Bobby is not in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I, and then, I, think I did talk yeah. to Bobby about it because it was filmed in L.A., and, you know, it got greenlit and, and thrown into pre-production pretty quickly. So I think, I think the last time I talked to Bobby, I was telling him that uh, – you know, had he lived in L.A., all the comics that are in it are L.A.-based. So I would just pick up the phone because otherwise I knew we couldn't afford to fly people out, of, you know, and put them up in a hotel. It was an independent film. Otherwise, you'd see a lot more of the guys I started with. But uh, it is what it is, right? Well, now, Bobby, you know who got mad at Steve for not putting him in the movie? You didn't get mad. But who no, got mad was, was Bert. Bert got mad because Steve not only, not only didn't put Bert in the movie, but he called Bert for Tom Segura's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> here's no, you here's the it. real. No, you here's the real, because Bert, Bert spins these things because he has the emotional capacity of a eighth grader, okay? <laughs> I said, Bert, this is what happened. I called Bert Kreischer. I said, hey, Bert, it's Vern. Give me a call back. And I had to cast this thing within a day. So Bert's voicemail says, I'm out of the country, right? Yes. It still has that. I hadn't talked to him in a while, and I just thought, oh, he's out of the country. So I got approval to cast him. I called him up. He didn't call me back that day, and I was pretty upset. And so I texted him the next day, hey, do you have Tom's number? He texted me Tom's number. I cast Tom in it. Bert got upset about it. But what I was on Bert's podcast, and I sent him an email that shows that I had – I had suggested to him for this role, and he didn't get back to me. And I said, look at, look at that email. Everybody that's in that email is in the film. And had you gotten back to me, you would have been in it. So he finally capitulated and understood that I have been telling the truth about this. Stop using big C words. <laughs> Bobby, when Bobby says big C word, he means C word with, three, with four other with four <laughs> letters. Three, three other. Listen, oh. listen. I'm capitulating. That's it. You you hit your limit. We get it. You're a director now. Okay? You're a big Hollywood yeah. guy. We get it. Well, what happens with the movie now? Because people aren't going to the movies. Where's it going to be? Is it going to be in theaters? Or should we, can we order it somewhere? I think instead of watching my movie, watch Bobby's last television credit. It's called Torgasm. It's, kind of, it's found on HBO Max. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, really was, good. It's all I the was, hijinks. I was actually on the road. Dan Cook. I was I was actually on Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. I just filmed an HBO Max special with Colin Quinn and a bunch of comics in New York. Sorry, you couldn't be on it. You were in L.A. Couldn't get you. Um, <laughs> oh, the New York comedians and the L.A. comedians are going to fight like Anchorman one day because they're going to meet in Central Park. Yeah, oh. yeah, but but we we get we get Steve. Steve is New York comic. He's not an L.A. comic. He may be an That's L.A. True. producer, director, but stand-up-wise, he's made his bones in New York, and we get him. And Steve fights like a hockey player and an That's Indian. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ser seriously, though, Steve, wh where is the movie? Where do we get to see it? So the, the film right now is, it, it comes out Friday the 16th. You can see it in select theaters, which means if you want to see it in a movie theater, you have to get on a plane and fly to a red state. Right. Otherwise, you can uh, see it on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you stream films, you can see it uh, this weekend. Don't you think that's better? I mean, like, as a filmmaker, I'd want to see my film in a theater, but the truth is, is that delivering it to people, it's better this way, because I can watch it, I can watch it in my car if I want to. Yeah, I completely I, I agree, by the way. I, I, I'd rather watch a, a film at home these days because the last few yeah. times I've been to a, a movie theater has yeah, been a horrible experience. 
Yeah, but you're not. You're, I mean, you, you, Calvi, you're such white trash. You're a multimillionaire, and I can watch it in my car at Target parking lot while I'm waiting for my wife to get 17 things of toilet paper. Stop being white trash. That's not white trash. White trash did not have TVs in their cars. This is what I'm saying is I'm I'm a busy guy, but I really want to watch this movie, and I want to watch it like as soon, so I I don't have to go to a theater. I could just do it whenever I could fit it in. Yeah, but you don't Kelsey, fit it in. I realize that Bobby God, Bobby Kelly's true white trash because we got to keep this interview short because he's calling from a T-Mobile boost. Okay, <laughs> he's running out of minutes. He's running out of minutes. Listen, and I'm, Bobby, Bobby, how I'm are gonna, things? How are things today at the Coin Star? <laughs> First of all, that Spanish, you're in trouble for that. <laughs> Sorry, that was good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this, Steve, big time in me. You're giving me the hi hat now, you son of a gun. Listen, <laughs> uh, all right? Maybe that guy was right in the documentary, you thief. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, um, the the opening act is available starting uh, on Friday, and you know Steve is is one of our uh, friends of the show for a long time. I, I think this, I mean, we're great comedian, but this is clearly where your passion is, Steve. Making making stuff, right? Like you're, I mean, Sullivan and Son, and and uh, you know, the documentary, and now this movie. I mean, you clearly want to do that. Well, I think, look, I, I'm, I'm being sincere when I say this. I think Bobby Kelly and I are cut from the same cloth. We've never been anointed industry darlings. And the only reason I've got to create my own content, like the documentary or even writing my and directing my own film, is because I just won't work unless I do these things. So, you know, had I been anointed because I was special because perhaps of my identity, it's just not been the case. So I wrote and directed a film about something I was passionate about. I, I, I wanted to write a great film about stand-up comedy, and I feel like we pulled it off, I and mean, we're doing pretty well on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And um, I, I also wanted to write a film about a comic's very first time. Like, every comic has had that moment in time where you had that job in the past, and it's, about, it's a story about the last job you had, and you go all in on stand-up. And then you go on the road at a professional comedy club, experience being a professional for the first time, everything from hecklers to bachelorette parties to morning radio, for example, for the very first time. So fortunately for us, Jimmy O. Yang fails miserably every step of the way, and uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a ride. Yeah, I was very disappointed when we had him on the show to find out that he wasn't like his character in uh, Silicon <laughs> Valley. Oh, you the, the accent and being I was like, harsh and cruel? Hello, Jimmy. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and he was like, hey, what's up, guys? And I was like, oh, come on now. Yeah, yeah he's he's a sweet kid. And um, I think that's what you get when you cast somebody like him. Is It's all dependent on who's on the poster, right? And with Jimmy, we got a sweet film because he, he plays doe-eyed and innocent really, really well. And those first few years, those especially those first few times, on morning radio, dealing with hecklers, it's it's brutal. And I'm the one thing I'm really proud of is all the comics from Neil Brennan and like Bird. They they called or texted the same exact three things. I loved it. It's authentic, and you just retriggered all these horrible memories from early in my career. So I got to go <laughs> so uh, I'd love to see. I'd love to hear what Bobby thinks about about it after he checks it out. If he does check it out, which I hope he does. I'm I'm I'm, I'm Steve. I. Uh, all joking aside, I'm very proud of you, and uh, I love what you do, and and I loved your last movie, and uh, you know I was in one of your first movies, so I, I've always I love what he does, and he's absolutely right. When you're not industry darlings, you know that's why me, Burr, and DeRosa made the movie Cheat, and they they didn't want to do anything with us. You know what I mean? We there's a bunch of comics that have to do their own stuff, and Steve's one of them. So I'm going to watch you Friday night. Um, and I can't wait to see it because you know. You give him a, a download code, Steve. He'd really appreciate that. No, 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 no. I don't want a download code. <laughs> I mean, if you have one, I'll take one. <laughs> because, you know, I only have two gigs left in the year. But listen, <laughs> you do your thing. Can I tell you something, Calta? Yeah, I gotta tell you something. He he trashes me for like he thinks I got money. I it's it, it's ridiculous. It, this guy, I'll never forget. I will never forget this. He's, you know how tech savy Bobby is, right? Yeah, yeah. Gadget, Obviously, you gadget do a Bobby. That he's, 
He's always up to speed on all the latest things. So when I was in New York City is years ago, he I saw him. He got the first camera you plug into a Mac, and then you can call somebody and have a video call with them. And I thought that was so cool. And Bobby was the first doing. He's telling me he's calling Dane. He's calling all these people, and you got to get one. You got to get one, man. You got to do it. So I go to the store the next day. I get the same exact camera he got. I plugged it in. I called him up on my computer. And as soon as I call him, he looks at me and goes, hey, you got, the, you got the camera? I go, yeah. He hung up on me. <laughs> he was the only person I know that had the camera that I could call with the camera, and he wouldn't even talk to me. <laughs> that sounds exactly, exactly right. Holy cow. Oh. How about... Can I just, can I, I mean, look, I brought this up with you before, Steve, but this is really still under my craw, okay, <laughs> since we're bringing things up. Here we go. Okay. All right, listen, and I, and I want to bring this in front of Calpers' audience. You know, Mike, <clears throat> we went to Iraq with Colin Quinn. I mean, literally, <laughs> I mean, while the war was in its hottest. Right. I mean, we'll go to the Sunni Triangle, crazy places. We do one show at night. Outside in front of a thousand troops, I take this photo because I, I am the tech guy. I get the newest, thinnest, greatest camera that does video. All the first cameras that take video, I take a photo of Colin Quinn from behind. Okay, right, and I give everybody the photos. This guy takes my photo. The crowds in the in the shot, the light is coming down. It's a silhouette of Quinn. He takes my photo. Blows it up, frames it, gives it to Quinn. And Quinn will not stop telling me, I love Steve. This is my, this is my favorite gift I ever got. <laughs> I took that. Oh, yeah. You know, Listen. Bobby Bobby makes it seem like I, I'm this conniving. I'll tell you, Bobby, did you ever tell Calta what you did for, at, uh, I think it was Rich Boss's Roast at Boston Comedy Club? What I say about those words, first of all. That's the last one. Okay, okay, and you I know, know what this, right. this. This is what he does, Calta. Okay, uh, I, I'm taping an SNL audition, um, a submission, a submission. I want to submit a, an, an audition for Saturday Night Live. To be honest, so yeah. Bobby's the only one I know has a camera. He's got this DV tape, or whatever. I, I I go out. I buy all these new DV tapes. I borrow his camera. I press record on the camera, and I'm doing my characters in real time. So for over the course of an hour, I'm thinking, okay, in there somewhere is each one of these characters. So I'll edit out the best parts instead of hitting stop record, stop record. I just let it go. I give Bobby back his camera. The DV tape is still in there, and I give him five extra ones. I go, hey, man, the, the tape is still in there, so just delete whatever you want, and you got, you got six tapes now instead of five. He goes, great. Months later... Rich Voss is being roasted at the Boston Comedy Club. And instead of Bobby taking the time to write jokes about his good friend, what does he do? He takes the DV tape. He edited all the worst parts of my SNL audition. And like an eighth grader, like he pulls out that, that TV with the VCR at the roast. And he goes, they go, Bobby, what are you going to do? He goes, watch this. And he presses play. And he, it's all the worst parts of my audition. And Colin Quinn, after 30 seconds, goes, Bobby, Bobby, don't do this. Don't do this. I'm being at the comedy cellar, and no one will look at me. No one will talk to me. No one will make eye contact with me. Like, what the hell's going on? Every comic was at that roast, and they were so embarrassed for me. They wouldn't talk to me for 24 hours. Well, listen, I think, listen to me, Steve. I still think TRL Tammy was the best character I've ever seen in my life. Bill Burr to this day says it's the meanest thing he's ever seen in all his years of stand up comedy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, I, I, Steve, I know you got other shows to talk to, or else I keep you on all day. But uh, the the show is called the the movie is called the opening act, and uh, I'm and now are you in the movie at all, Steve? I'm not in the film. I just wrote and directed it. I had such a responsibility. I didn't want to screw it up, so I was just like, <laughs> I don't want to get distracted. It's it's a hell of a thing to direct a film. It was pretty all encompassing. Well, I can't wait to watch it. I mean, this is, not only are you a friend, but this is a movie that would be right up our alley. We're really interested in this. We know a lot of these people, and uh, uh, I can't wait to check it out. I wish you the best of luck with it. I, I hope, I'm going to keep trying to promote it because I want as many people to see it as possible because I really think people will enjoy it, and this is a weird time for movies. 
It's a weird time for films, but you know what? It's coming out. I, I, I'm, I'm just thrilled that I made a film about stand-up. And tonight, I actually have part of my evening free after all this press. I'm going to watch The Cabin with Bert Kreischer. If you, if you, if you watched all five episodes in one night, it's got to be great. And I'm so happy for that guy. He's a grinder, I, too. I'm dying to crap on Bert's stuff. Every time he does something, I want to call him and go, that was terrible. It, it, I'm telling you, I watched, it, I watched it, and I couldn't wait till the next day to play it for my son. My son watched it with me yesterday. He loved it. It's freaking hilarious. If you love Bert, it's, awesome. it's all Bert, yeah. Uh, but uh, Steve's movie opening act comes out on Friday. Get it wherever you get movies. I, I promise you'll dig it. Steve, great to talk to you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Thanks for always being so supportive. And Bobby, I love you, buddy. I love you too, buddy. Congratulations. Love you, Steve. All right, we'll talk soon, guys. See you, Bye. Steve. Carmen, can you hang up on Steve without hanging up on Bobby? Bobby's locked. Okay, Steve just hung up. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! That's good. First of all, this is how you help people. Good job, Carmen. Thank you. No, <laughs> I, Jesus Christ! You lock in the phone lines. You're hanging up on my guest. You hang up on Bobby. You hang up on Steve. I've then you never, hang up on Bobby again. I've never done this but, before. Oh, and ten this, years you worked there. Yeah, and ten years you're behind the board. And then this morning I get thrown in. I over agree. Here. Only a man can. And do now, it. Yep. and I'm trying my best. And then I get yelled at. <laughs> and now you have a new skill set. You know how to do it now. I don't right? want to do it. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I taught not, you. No, you didn't. I taught you a new skill. Well, you didn't yell at me. <laughs> Listen, don't no. be a, don't be a vigilant auntie. <laughs> 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 That's what it was. V- vigilant auntie is what you said, right? <laughs> what is that noise? It's my email. Take it off. I I don't know how to turn the sound off, but I need my email. I love this. <laughs> You, uh, I, mean, I like the I like the sound. First of all, it's very spiritual, and it reminds you, Mister Mike Calta, to calm down. <laughs> I am very calm. You don't sound calm. I do. I don't. You sound I don't like. Calm. You always say that when you go on a show, then everybody turns against you. But every time you come on the show, you attack me right away. <laughs> you call me white trash. You just attacked me with Steve Burns for twenty minutes. <laughs> you and Spanish. I've never heard Spanish laugh that hard when he went that out. I thought there was five people in the room. Don't capitulate. Uh, oh, my God. Let me tell you something. You can always tell when somebody has word of the day on their Mac. <laughs> I broke up with a girl because she used the word one time. What was the word? What the word was? I will. What was the word? Pato? <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! What a jerk! Uh, the word was proclivity. <laughs> wow! Wow! And she said it, and I got mad at her in the car. It was me, her, her friend, and her mother. And I looked at her and I go, "Why would you say that?" And she goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Don't try to use big words just to seem like you're smarter than everybody else." I go, "You've never used that word before, ever. Just say what you're trying to say." And I was so, and she's like, I know what it, I know what that word means. I didn't say you didn't know what it means. I just, you never use it. Stop trying to work new words into your vocabulary. And we ended up breaking up. <laughs> That's how you learn new you. words. No. She used it to be, <laughs> no. she used it to be, no. old, to be mean. Yeah. And she said, yeah, so. yeah. Better off without her. Proclivity is just, just stupid. That's a dumb word. You shouldn't use that word. Too many letters, too many syllables. Yeah, what is, many, I don't even know what it means. What does it mean, proclivity? What is it? It, it meant tendency. like you were, what's that? Tendency. Yeah, like you have a tendency to do, yeah, exactly. Tendency would have been a much that? better word. That's pap pap. Pap pap, you actually knew what that meant? Oh, yeah. Yes. I have, uh, man, I, have, I have quite the vocabulary. He's old. He's been around since old English words. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he Latin. He knows Latin, and he's, he writes in cursive still. Yeah, yeah. Well, his paycheck comes in Roman numerals. He does everything old school. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, um, now, you call, me, you call me white trash. I'm not white trash. You know, I didn't say poor white trash. I just said that's white trashy to drive watching a, a, a movie while you're driving. If now, what, what constitutes no white, white trash, trash about that? Well, white trash, because if you're not white trash, you'd be in the back seat doing it, all right? You're the driver, okay? Uh, that's a multitasker. That's very no, it's not. It's, a... <laughs> it's, not, it's not legal. Yeah. It's, it's against the law. A cop pulled me over one time because I was watching 
uh, TV in my car, and he said it was the first person that he ever pulled over that wasn't watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> what? He said yeah. usually he pulls guys over that have TVs in their car and they're watching porn. And I go, yep, nope, I'm watching CNN. Right so now. are they watching porn, driving, and doing that? Those people who are watching porn are watching it so that other people can see them watching it. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Or like not not not. I didn't mean that like such a weird sexual thing. I meant like trying to be cool. Like uh, yeah. gangsters are driving around with porn on the on the screen so that other there is nothing cool about that. Homies <laughs> can see it. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. I'm wa- I'm watching the news. I watched uh, Seinfeld yesterday. And all in the car. Yeah, like, yeah, that's all old. Like, uh, well, you moved to Buffalo. I mean, what are you doing? I wouldn't move to I love you, Buffalo. I love Buffalo wings. Yeah. You know what I did yesterday that was the grossest thing that's ever happened to me? What? I had these brand new sneakers. I love these sneakers. I went into my shed and I, I, I to get a hammer. I come out of my shed, my tool shed, and I, I look down. I had put a mouse trap in there like a month ago, a month ago. Right. And I guess it caught a mouse. Oh. And I stepped on the mouse trap with the old mouse on it. Oh. it was Do you still feel it? And I could see just like a liver hanging off. Oh. It was, oh, it broke it open? It was stuck on the bottom of my shoe. Like I stepped on it right in the middle. So yeah. the mouse... The de- I heard the crunch of the jaw, oh. and I couldn't. And I, could, it, I had all of it stuck to my shoe. Ugh. I had to throw my, I had to throw my shoe out. That is disgusting. But what, what if you were in the shed and you heard the snap? It wasn't a snap. It was a sticky mouse trap. Ugh. Oh, even, uh. so why was his guts hanging out? Because you stepped on it. Yeah, I, that was a sticky mouse trap. The mouse got trapped. I must have went on the road, forgot about that it was in there. And then when I went in there, I went to get a hammer, and I stepped on it with the mouse, the old mouse on it, but it was still half, you know, it was still half there. It was like, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I, I, bleh. <laughs> how long, you th- how long you think it's been there? That'd be there. Did you smell it? <laughs> That'd be there for like three weeks, oh. or two and weeks, or like that. And does it just starve to death? I don't know how long the mouse was there. I mean, dude, yeah, the the mouse gets stuck on the trap, and uh, <laughs> all right, all right, where are you going with this, Peter? All right, <laughs> the point is, I had to throw a shoe out. No, but I'm just saying that's pretty. Like, why don't you just get I one that like kills you. it instantly instead of making it sit there all lonely and hungry? <laughs> Shut up! The poor little mouse is like, I'm so cold outside. Yeah. The weather's changing, and he's like, Let me go into this cute little shed. Dinkin, 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 dinkin. And right. then he gets stuck, okay. and he's like, I can't move anymore. And the more he Look. tries to move, the more he gets stuck, and probably dislocates his little mouse fingers. And yeah, then- I, I know you. I know Doctor Doolittle. You live in the jungle <laughs> in your backyard, what? and all those animals I hear. <laughs> 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 Those are all your friends waiting for you to wake up in the morning. Okay. Yeah, that was a great whistly bird noise, Bobby. He, he does my backyard so well. He sounds great. just like my backyard. <laughs> we, we, hey, well, Gio, would somebody tell him, uh, Joe, you're a, a true uh, Floridian. For You've know, you been here forever. Why did you just turn into a mob boss? Hey, uh, Gio, I mean, uh, Joe. Oh, hey. All of them. All of them. They can all Spanish. They can all tell you. That uh, having an alligator in your backyard is not the worst thing because you just stay away from it, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Don't listen. Feed it. You. Yeah. Okay, guys. Listen, guys. All right. You're out of your mind. Okay. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. You. You. You've subjected yourself to this thing because you have to. But okay, you don't want a dinosaur in your backyard. That's like me having a, a wolf in my backyard going, you just don't feed it. What's wrong with you people? Kill it. Kill it. I understand if you if you bought, if you you have no money and you live on a piece of land and there's a pond or whatever, but you guys live in a, a, a expensive community. You got a million-dollar thing. You guys put a net up to keep little mosquitoes out, but you won't kill or put a fence up to keep that dinosaur out. You guys are backwards. It's protected. No. I can't just yeah. kill it. It's a protected animal in the state. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that people are going to know if you killed it. 
Spanish, I what need you, you to go to Home Depot today. Okay. And I need you to get me a piece of um <laughs> I need you to get me a piece of like a uh, tarp, right? Okay. And I need you to get me some tar. And I need you to tar up the tarp, and I'm going to put it down like Bobby puts the sticky traps for the mouse, and I'm going to try and stick the alligator okay. to the thing. See, that's that's humane, yeah. a humane way of catching it. Get you some raw chicken to put on there. Yeah. Listen, listen, here's the thing, is you have a dinosaur living in your backyard. Your dog is in danger. Your family's in danger. If this rogue Tyrannosaurus whatever decides to come up into your thing. I showed you the videos, the people in their pool, and the thing just jumps in and bites the lady, okay? Yeah. The guy on the kayak is just having a great day in the mangroves looking for another guy to hang out with, and the alligator whacks the thing and tips him over. It, it's, a, it's a wild animal. You spend a lot of money. You have 15 cars. You have a ski mobile, a golf cart. You know what I mean? You have a drone that can actually pick humans up. No. So, go get rid of it. But Call you, somebody. You need the gator. Because it, eat, it eats it, unwanted animals. Like, it helps clean up like, the area. Nuisance right, animals. Right, yeah. Right, right, stop. Yeah. What animal? What is the un- <laughs> What's the unwanted animal? Rabbits. Unless it's your wife. Yeah. What is the uh, Rabbits is what, the main what? one. Because rabbits. Rabbits? Will, yeah, they'll eat up. They'll dig up your garden and stuff. Yep. Oh my I don't god. Want, First of all, duh. I don't want to meet my scallions. Raccoons getting your garbage. Raccoons, yeah. First of all, you think Mike Calta has a garden? Green thumb Calta, they call me. I'm not the only talking. Dixie. <laughs> okay? Listen to me. Listen, Be, got, my my you know listeners what? know and my uh, staff knows that I and I have an extensive garden where I grow your cucumbers gr- for your pickles. I grow cucumbers and then I grow <laughs> rare I grow rare, rare African uh, cherry blossoms in the summer. Oh, I love rare so, ch- cherry blossoms are Japanese, you oof. <laughs> Mine are rare African yeah. ones. Yeah, not the rare. African ones, Bobby. They're very rare, Bobby. You don't think you listen, know everything. Listen, I don't listen. First of all, I, I, you're, you're crazy. You guys, you guys, you guys are so mental. You guys just went, dude. They get rid of. Oh, cute, adorable bunnies and raccoons that look like they're bunnies that are uh, jewel thieves. You guys, <laughs> you guys are out of your mind. We need them to get rid of the dangerous bunnies that are eating grass. Yeah, we're going to replace the things that eat grass and garbage with things that eat humans. If I go to my garden and I'm like, I need to get some basil. And I go out there and I find out that the rabbits ate all my basil. I'm going to wish that the alligator has gotten them. Right. So you don't know what that's like. Then you can't make your pasta. I do right. know what it's like because I actually have a garden and I grow tomatoes. I grow cucumbers. I grow basil. I grow everything. We had beets this year. We had a very successful garden because we actually have one. It was and a good year. It was a good year for harvest. <laughs> it was a good harvest this good year. Harvest, now, yeah. there's not. Let me just tell you right now, there's nothing like a fresh tomato out of your garden. True. Nothing. True nothing. That. Oh, my God. Why, why is oh my it God. you never believe anything when I say it? I didn't believe I went to dental school. You know, you never believe anything. Because you're a 12-degree black belt liar. That's why. Okay? You are the grandmaster of lying. If, you were, if we were really true friends, you would understand that there's just a lot. I'm a complex guy. There's a lot of things, and, and and you have a proclivity to think that they're all lies. <laughs> oh, you're making my shillings hurt with that word. Stop you, it. You learned a new word. I was trying to use it today. You still don't know what it means. All right. Listen to me. We are we have Bobby on the phone because yes. we have a, a special announcement to make today. And uh, I'm going to re- tell everybody, if you don't know, that... This this guy, uh, Bobby, is a stand-up comedian. He's one of the funniest you will ever see, and he's going to be here in the first week of November at Side Splitters. And uh, he and I have been friends for a long time, and when the pandemic started, we started doing a podcast together every night. We do a podcast Monday through Saturday for one hour, and we did that for, I don't know, what did we start, in, in uh, May, June? We started pretty, I mean, pretty right away, man. It was pretty right away. Yeah, it was pretty right away. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't have the proclivity to. I don't know what. That is. 
<laughs> we do it every night, uh, you know, for an yeah. hour or so, and then on Saturday. Yeah. We get in there and we do it later at night, and we do a thing where we welcome people to zoom in with us. We usually have, you know, twenty, only, thirty people zooming in. What's we're, that? We're the only we're the only podcast that lets the fans come hang with us on Saturday night in the Zoom. We we let whoever wants to come in and we hang with them. And look at I fought with them, you fought with them. We yep. have fun. It's it's pretty crazy in there in the J.O. party on Saturday. Uh, and we go in pretty much every Saturday. If not, uh, one of us will show up at least. Yeah, and we, we do, we're pretty consistent. And we do, but we do this show every day. We do it now. We do it. Bobby does his YKWD on Monday, and then we do our show Tuesday through Saturday. And we do it every day, no matter what, even if we have to adjust the time. And then we put it up on uh, YouTube after it's already been up and edited. And we've had every famous comedian on the show. I mean, we've had everybody, guys you know, like Steve Byrne and Burt, and then guys you may not have heard of, like Mike Feeney and, and uh, uh, Brendan Sagalow and uh, yeah. Joe, Joe DeRosa, who's been on this show. Like, guys who, who need a whole lot more exposure in our end of the world here in Florida that don't get down here a lot, but they're great comedians. And, you know, guys like Rich Voss come on all the time and Jim Norton, and it's really been a lot of fun. And uh, we also have guys who work on the show, uh, with us, like we do here on this show, uh, like we have Spanish and Geo and Pap Pap and Galvin and Carmen, and we have uh, Austin. You remember Austin Spanish, little, little oh, yeah? Austin from Lakeland? He Absolutely. Uh, he does. He's a writer and a contributor to the show. But we have uh, Mike uh, Mush Suarez, who is our uh, executive producer, who is also yeah. a comedian, and we've got Joe Russell, who's also a comedian, and they are going to be down here uh, with Bobby the week that he is at Side Splitters. So we have a great opportunity here to do something together. Yes. We have a great opportunity. So, you know, Mush has uh, opened for me before. Russell has opened for me in the city before. Uh, very funny, uh, different stand-ups. So they're going to be doing the show with me Thursday, Friday, Saturday at Sidesfoot as a comedy show. But we decided to come down a day early on Wednesday to do a live Calter and Kelly at Sidesplitters. So we're going to be out there at Sidesplitters on Wednesday, November 4th, starting at 8 o'clock. You'll get some comedy from Joe Russell and from uh, Mush, and yep. uh, then we will set the table up and do the podcast with a live audience. So basically it'll be our first live gig since last year. I haven't done anything since last year. But we'll be out there, and it'll yep. be an opportunity for you to do. Uh, but people are looking for things to do now. They're, now that everything's open, right? Yeah. And it's funny because a live, you know, doing the podcast with, on the, you know, in the show form, it's it's fun. But, you know, doing a live show, you guys know, that's pretty crazy because it could, it could stink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It, you're all, it's like walking a tightrope. It's like, you know, like I'm used to being live doing stand-up and jokes. But when you're live doing a, a podcast, it's like, oh, God, there's a lot on the line. It usually winds up getting crazy and fun. And we're going to do some of the stuff from the show, too. So Joe Russell is going to tell his, which Mike hates, is he's going to have a new five minutes for everybody. Joe does yeah. a, new a new five minutes every week. That's like when we do six at nine, oh. and it's so awful and uncomfortable that we get. We, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to sit through it because it's just it's horrible comedy that we we're responsible for. And when Joe Russell sits there and does jokes that are so bad right to our faces, it's hard to avoid that. Um, so, he so had a we'll, good one last week, though. The last week was good. He, he had the, one good one last week. He did have a good one last week. Is he the only yeah. one that does it, or do you guys also do No, only he, only, only he does he, it. Okay. Yeah. No, no, he comes on, he does his new five with, with Joe, and, and Mike can't stand it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that is happening on Wednesday, November 4th. We're going to be out there live, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah. tickets are available at sidesplitterscomedy.com. If you want to go get them, you could do that now. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a whole room, and there's a VIP in the front, and then there's, you know, regular I, cheap seats in the back. But I and, believe it's the it's the week it's it's right after the election. It's so the Wednesday of, after the election, so we may have no president, and we may have mass chaos in the world, but we're still going to do this show. But I heard the president might make an appearance. <laughs> Win or lose. Oh, no. Win or lose. Here we go. I heard that. All right. <laughs> All I right. heard that. Would you rather have him there as a winner or a loser? 
Uh, that's none of your business. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I would like to see him. Would you rather see him in a good mood or a bad mood? That's none of your business. All right. <laughs> well, it's going to be wild. So I say instead of burning down the the town and, you know, ripping Burn stuff down up, side splitters. Yeah, no, come down and we'll burn down what? splitters with funny. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was so corny. <laughs> 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 We're going to burn down side splitters with funny. Whee! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's right up your alley while you're driving down the, the wind Dixie Road with your TV on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, uh, you go to sidesplitterscomedy.com. dot com. You can find the yeah. uh, find it right there in the event section. I'll put the links VIP up on tickets. social. Yep, they got we- VIP tickets right up front. Those are going to go quick, and then but there's not a bad seat in that house. But these these tickets are going to be gone, uh, and oh, yeah. then the rest of the weekend we're going to be murdering it. And Mike is going to be doing stand up again. Yeah. If 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 we can negotiate a proper deal, I keep asking how much I'm going to get paid, and nobody wants to say anything. I'm sorry. What did you say? You, you, you listen to me. I had I had to negotiate the talent fees for Mush and for Joe Russell, and I should be getting more than they get. And nobody wants to be like, "Well, no, don't worry. You're going to get this much money to do stand up." I can't. My phone is cutting. Hello, Mike. Are you? Oh, must be the bees. <laughs> Mike, here's the deal. Let's talk. You have your people call my people. All right. No, dude, you can have whatever you want. What do you want? Tell me I, what you want. I want more than Mush and and Joe Russell get. You already have that. No, I know I have it you like have, in my, in listen, my pocket. Look around yeah. the room. Look around the room. Look. L- listen to all the people. You have more than all of us. <laughs> Only because of the pandemic. I, did you hear that little laugh from? Did you hear that little laugh from Spanish? That was- <laughs> Did you hear that little? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, we heard it. Yeah, you make fourteen point five a year. You got an then, extra point five every year now. Oh, it went up since oh. the last time. Oh. Yeah, business you is good. Bonuses. He <laughs> gets bonuses, but you live. You're so rich. You have. Uh, you have your own pet dinosaur in the backyard, like Tyson had tigers. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not zoo, rich. You have a. You have a jungle of animals that you imported in from uh, uh, Costa Rica to live in your backyard. You have the uh, wind, the, the whistling grasshopper. You have uh, the, ta- the the spotted uh, yodeling frog. Together, they're a harmony, a symphony, and harmony of rept- reptiles. But, dude, whatever you, of course, with Michael, whatever you want is yours, buddy. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait to see you. I can't wait to do a brisket. I can't wait to be down in, in, in uh, Western Florida. It's going to be amazing. I hope after the election my family makes it because I'm going to be down there with you, with all your guns. Yep. And, uh, you know, and uh, my family's going to be up here fending for themselves. I got new, I got new guns to show you, too. Oh, that sounds dirty. Me, Spanish, and Joe went to uh, Shark Coast Tactical the other day, and and I bought a nice one. I want a I want a handgun so bad. I I I have plenty of handguns. I bought I bought the same gun that Ice Cube has. Well, you have a, what, Ice which one, Ice Cube? Yeah. Why Why does that matter? Because he's true. He's true, gangster. What kind of gun does he have? What is it? What is it, gold? Would you buy a gold gun? Well, I'm not know. white trash. I have the same gun that Ice Cube has. I'm not white <laughs> trash. Go ahead. Keep talking. I don't know if you... I meant Ice Cube, not Vanilla Ice. You know, there's a difference. <laughs> not much, but go ahead. I bought an AK-47. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. That. I mean, listen, as far as guns go... I don't know too much about them, and a lot of them, to be honest, look the same to me. That's an NRP-57, and that's a JR, I don't know. It looks the same to me. But the AK is a pretty badass. I know from Call of Duty, the yeah. AK of is a pretty pretty badass-looking gun, so that's awesome. Is it wood or metal? No, it's metal, and it has a halo sight on it. I don't, I don't like the wood guns. I'm not in the Old West. <laughs> I love old guns. I you love an old gun. My, you, wanna, you, my, want, you want the gun that won the West? 
I want a Henry repeater. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. I want one of those hanging on my wall uh, in my tiny house. If, if I get a tiny house that you keep giving me crap for. All right. You get it because you're going to get stuck in it. You get a tiny house. I'll get you the gun. Okay. As a, as a housewarming present. All right. All right. That's great. And you'll come stay in my tiny house with me? We could never stay in a tiny house together. Or if we did, we'd have, to, cause we'd have to inhale and exhale at the same time. Because if we <laughs> exhaled at, the, at opposite times, we'd blow the sides off it. Dude, all you have to do is when you sleep in the loft, you have to make sure your belly button doesn't get hooked to one of the nails on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. This guy, Bobby Kelly, will be here in Side Splitters the first weekend in November, right after the election. We're going to kick it off with the Caltech Kelly broadcast Wednesday, November 4th at Side Splitters. And then tickets for that and for Bobby's shows are on sale now. Go check it out. Bobby, thank you. I will see you today for the Caltech Kelly show. Hey, you're doing a great job, Carmen, in Spanish and everybody else. Thank and you. Mike, I love you, buddy. I love uh, you, Bobby. Watch this. You ready? You ready? Yeah. I, lo- I love you so much. What? So I'm talking to my wife. She just brought me coffee. I love you <laughs> you're so a much. Piece of- but I wanted you to let you, you, oh. you could borrow the I love you since you're never going to get one from me. Oh, my God. I super love you. Uh, can somebody get that and clip it and make it sound like he's saying I, I love you so much? She can't even lock the phones in. You think she's going to get it and clip it? <laughs> Carmen, do you know how to hang up on him? <laughs> You're vigilant, Auntie. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Bye. See you, bye. Love you. All right, we got to take a, a, a break, don't we? Yeah, a long break. All right, let's break it up. It's the Mike Caldas Show. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll play a little game. How's that? If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 